Welcome to Life Uncharted Podcast with Damola, Diana and Shio. Guess who's back? The Life Uncharted Podcast ladies. (laughs) Hello guys, Um, welcome to another episode of Life Uncharted Podcast and is hosted today by your favorite girl in the entire world, Diana. Yay. <laughs> okay, guys, so I'm not here alone. I am here with two amazing, beautiful ladies. And this is such a great time to, you know, celebrate Friendship Day. I mean, the Friendship Day was on the 30th of July. So, I mean, we're still in sync. Let me just say. So, yeah, happy Friendship Day, guys. Happy Friendship Day because you guys have been or have become our friends. So happy Friendship Day. We love you very much. Thank you for your constant support. Yay. And guess what? And guess what? Life Uncharted podcast is one years old. Yay. We have been doing this. Our first episode dropped um about a year ago. And... This is, um, how many episodes after? Damala, how many episodes is this now? Um, I have no idea, sorry. Wait, the last season was how many episodes? It was like 10 episodes, I think. Uh, the last season, yeah, last season was 10 episodes. And this this season so far, we've had seven. Yeah, and this is eight. So this is the 18th. Yeah, so, yes, 18 episodes in. Yeah. Well, actually, okay. it's quite interesting. In one year, we've done 18 episodes. <laughs> I don't know. People are weird. I don't get it. <laughs> okay. But yeah, you know, you know like, fun. okay, you know, to get it, like, a lot of people drop episodes every week. Uh-huh. So because of that, they tend to do, like, more episodes Episode. in a year. But we drop ours, like, you know, after was it bi-weekly so that's why we don't have that many episodes yeah but yeah but it's still like a fit for us honestly like i can't believe i'm still here after 18 episodes like i can't believe like i'm still recording i'm still very much would i say interested in in coming together with Shayo and Damola and then seeing, okay, what are we talking about in the next episode? How is the episode going to be like? And all of those things. It's it's um it's wonderful. And I'm actually really happy that I'm not doing this by myself. Because I think I would have given up. I mean honestly, I like listening to my voice, but then I would have given up. I think people would have been sick of just listening to my my talk alone. But just having Shayo and Damola here is it's an amazing, you know, I love you guys so much. Oh, we, we love, love you too. too. But yeah, it's actually really mind-blowing to me. Like when Diana reminded me that it was a year, I'm like, what? But I was just like, oh my God, it's been a year, like a long year. Like this time last year, we were releasing the first episode. And I remember how it didn't even feel awkward. It was very exciting. But I think it's great that it's still exciting for us to do this or still be doing this. So, yeah, I feel yeah, great. And, yeah, it's quite interesting that Diana said she would not have continued if it was just her. Because I think, for sure, if Diana wasn't here, this podcast... Would have dropped off. No, that was just... <laughs> let's, let's I mean, 
Diana is what's keeping us together. So she is OG. Amazing. She is really, really into like even sometimes when I'm just like, I don't have time for this. You're stressing me out. But you know, she keeps pushing and it's always very nice when we sit down and we actually record. I think it's just getting us to actually sit down and record is because I always like recording anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just pretty nice that we're still doing it since first of August twenty twenty one when the first episode dropped. And now I'm really happy to be doing this anyway with you guys. Hopefully we would do one more year. Amen. By God's grace and who knows what will be happening next year. Shout Maybe out to people. Me changes would have happened in their life and see some people and i think it's also the thing of i don't mind being annoying so like both of you like i don't mind you saying that oh i'm annoying can can i not record you're annoying me i don't mind that i'm just like so far this episode comes out that's your business so far like a new episode is available for listening I don't really care if Shia or Damola is carrying face for me because at the end of the day, they're still gonna love me. They can't throw me away. Don't let them deceive you. They can't. They can't dispose of me. Don't don't say that. I like can't one day, Shia. Okay. Mm. Don't say anything. You can't. All right. I'm like very certain of that. But yeah, mm. I think I want to. I think it's also a great thing that this podcast is happening because it's another way of um, showing my creativity and just trying my hands at things that actually make me excited and happy yeah it's it's just very exciting for me and just a way to like yeah let one of my creative um ideas run or something like that but yeah to celebrate one year shia has something to tell you i just love diana's accents randomly (laughs) cracks me up it's the best thing ever but yes um this is really exciting so to celebrate our first anniversary of the life uncharted podcast we will be having drum roll a giveaway please excitement ladies we need some screams our first giveaway first of many so this is this is a huge damola I think I should do behind the scenes because I'm actually like dancing to like invisible music right now. Okay. So we will be hosting a giveaway. We will be dropping a post on our Instagram. So if you don't follow us already, as you're listening to this podcast, just pause or this episode, pause and go over to Instagram and follow us at Life Uncharted Podcast. Underscore, underscore. Life Uncharted, underscore, underscore, not Life Uncharted. Life Uncharted, underscore. Sorry, yeah. guys, no vex. I'm not the class captain. Follow us at Life Uncharted underscore on Instagram. And then what's our Twitter handle? It's the same thing. Life Uncharted underscore. So, guys, yeah. we'll be hosting a giveaway. Um, if you want all the information, it's very, very exciting. And it's something that's also dear to our hearts, what we're giving away. You know, we're a little bit, we're nerdy. So, um, yeah, we're really excited to do this. And we I'm not nerdy, you. but go over to our socials and please follow us on there and participate we really want to do this with um all our listeners it's just to show a little support and uh well thank you for being with us the past year appreciation thank you that's correct english 
Like I said, I'm the least nerdy one. Show appreciation for the past year of support. So, yeah, thank you. So, just to, you know, away from that, I think this week have probably been tired. But, oh my God, what got me excited this week was that Big Brother started. And I think <laughs> it's what has really been, like, taking me, I be, uh, would I say, removing my focus away away from reality i mean it's still like their reality but yeah away from reality especially like what's happening in in nigeria what's happening in the fct i don't know if people listen to the news i don't know if people here know what's happening but yeah it's just been that little thing to take my mind off whatever ills is happening in the society and just like laughing and especially bonding with shio because it's been a long time I've wanted to shy about something. Oh. <laughs> that sounds so horrible, Diana. Do you know that? That sounds awful. But the long time parts. Like, we bond all the time, girl. What are you talking about? But, yeah, yeah, we do. But, like, it's been so long. Like, we actually, like, have wear so... What is wrong with the two of you? What's all this accent? I can't even get through I'm in my, I'm in my, I'm in my... I'm in my IJGB things. Do you, do you know that? I don't even I know IJGB for many years now. You know why I'm doing this, right? You know, I need to start warming up. <laughs> you need to start right? Okay. All right. Well, okay. Okay. Mm. I didn't even know that there was like an accent thing going on. I'm not joking, no. Like... Like as if it's like lovers fight. To be like, oh, we bond all this. Wahala. Okay. Anyway, all you big brother Nigeria lovers and whatever. Do you have any early faves yet? Or are you still saying, oh, you don't have a fave? And please don't say that person's name. Call on that person. Thanks. Okay, but me and Shia, we already know like someone in the house. So we're like, that's why I say don't say the person's name because apart from her, you know the person. Let's see. Let's see. Who is my fave? But I, if uh, if someone is going to listen to this episode, I think I need a person and they're going to vote. I think they should vote for the person whenever she's like up. So is it not better? Child, is it not better? Like, oh, yeah. Mention her name. Mention her name. Hell yes. Sorry. Go vote for Allison, please. Yeah. Big brother, Niger. She's our favorite. We're rooting for her. Follow her on Instagram and Smooth Facebook Allison. and Twitter. Run. Please, she's our favorite. <laughs> Not because we know her, but we stand on problematic queens. Yes. And mm. she is the most unproblematic ah, girl Dama. in that whole show currently. Dama. I think you don't know. There is one person that is very problematic. That is. <laughs> but just on the big brother, I was having a conversation recently with my sister and just how because you know how when you watch reality tv you always wonder especially looking at big brother and the past seasons and just how um the popularity and fame for the people that go on has grown exponentially over the past well obviously the lockdown year somehow seemed to be the most successful year but then aside from of course people were at home so more people were actually watching and participating in the show I just feel like they hit jackpots with that particular set and it wasn't even necessarily that they were that interesting or anything but I think they hit jackpots in the god forgive me but like in the sort of quote-unquote mentally dysfunctional people because you know (laughs) No offense to the world. No, but it's true. Like, whether or not that you are aware that there are parts of your mental health that mm-hmm. 
are not that great. But when you are put into these social experiment type spaces, it's so much easier for you to unravel. And they hit jackpots that year with people that were just... Like, I don't want to call anybody's names out, so that's not like we're singling them out, but they really hit jackpots with that year. So it made for really entertaining reality TV because that is what it is. Like, even if you go to, like, the UK and Love Love Island and all the other countries, Mm -hmm. they do pick people that are easier to pick apart. You will never find them picking people that are super confident, super like zen the people that are zen you're boring so you go out easier they want people that are slightly more easier to manipulate or people that are more short-tempered like because even on big brother this year they're having conversations like oh i have anger issues i have anger issues i have anger issues so i'm like is it that they decided to pick everybody with anger issues so that you people will be fighting every day like if you deep it there is a trick or a hack to making great reality tv so i was really having this conversation with my sister on like if they really want big brother to what's because it's really not about being a good person to make good reality TV. Like, people are watching for a mess. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching you might as well get as messy as possible without, like... <laughs> exactly, we're watching. It's messy, and that's why we were up for three hours. <laughs> you guys were actually up. I said after 3 a.m. because we're watching fights. Oh, my God. I can't I'm believe not, this. I'm Diana, too. <laughs> I can't believe this. It was, I wanted to get up and go and sleep, but she was just unraveling the more. I was like, what am I watching? It was hard to stop. And the fact that people were trying to hold her, I'm like, this is 100 million on the line. How are you holding her? Leave her. She needs to go home. (laughs) Tara, you made a very, like, interesting analysis there. And I don't want to deep it, but it's actually really, like, it's something to think about, I think. Yeah. I don't know if that's I don't I don't know if they intentionally pick those yes, I know they have a, a type that they want to pick or types of people they want to pick. But I also think that because of how big the show is and certain people that got a big fan base, most people that come in also feel like they need to be a certain way so that they can gather fan base. I feel like people have looked at maybe people like Cece and Tatcha and the more the show becomes big or bigger, mm-hmm. the more we will see people that are not normal because people feel like, okay, I need to exaggerate certain parts of myself. Yeah. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. Yeah, but that's why... I feel like that's why would I say toxic behavior should be called out immediately on the show. Like, you shouldn't let it linger. Out. It will not happen. People <laughs> like the drama. No, it's mm-hmm. so People sure it's like it can it. never be called it out. Will not. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm on your point. You're so right. Like it's very obvious that some people are playing a script like they've been saying, because even you hear them mentioning past housemates and oh you're acting like this one or even in their coupling up they're literally mimicking almost past couples but what I was even trying to stress so much was like I know I don't want to see the big brother casters and they're not that smart to be honest because Nigerians will perform so that they can get on the show and of course there's also the kind of connection crew that we don't really know but some of these people just got in not because they were really interesting but because they have the ins into the house that's what i was saying really with the lockdown house it was just a jackpot that most of the people on there just had some sort of drama but that is what makes great reality tv i feel like the uh, the last season was just it was meh so this season people are more like oh we have to like what damala said about 
perform. They are just going to act up and perform mm-hmm. more. But it's really, really interesting because of like it's why it's even more interesting to me is because of how we are as Nigerians normally. Nigerians are very, very conscious of like what is this person saying about me? What is about this me. person thinking mm-hmm. about me? So you wouldn't even think that reality TV will be something that would be that popular in our country. But somehow this one show is just and it's yeah. just, I think maybe it's supposed I don't know if it's just like the demographic that's because like even older people they be I don't they not like they even be here for the mess, but they be having favorites. They are the ones that be pulling yeah, in the shy. numbers. They do voting, gifting. They are the ones with the money to be giving people gifts now. It's not <laughs> it's not young people like that that barely make enough to survive. So it's really, really interesting. Like I'm intrigued for the first time in my life, not just about the mess, but just about like how the the mindsets behind because it's crazy if you deep the psychology of you see somebody and you know that. it's not pseudo celebrity but you know how people really root for um instagram influencers and they're Mm -hmm. like mini celebrities that is what like these big brothers so in in a sense you can understand why just because like if i have a favorite actor or a favorite musician or a favorite football player like you will buy their concert tickets you will buy tickets to watch their games i suppose in the same way they bond emotionally to these housemates it kind of in the same way that they want to give them millions and millions of naira, even when you barely, like we know how the country is going, but somehow even last year when things were not as bad. So it's so interesting to me, to be honest. I'm like, but there's, there's also a thing of people also supporting parts of them that they can never really, they're not really comfortable with, but they like that somebody else is comfortable enough to show that trait. Okay, so away from that, and with the International Friendship Day that just passed, there's this thing that has been on my mind about friendship, making friends as an adult, or changes, just like, um, would I say relocating to a new place and how hard it is or how easy it is to make friends? Because I see that adult friendships are very, would I say, difficult. I wanted someone, I had an event that I wanted to go to and I asked like, I think three or four people that, do you want to go with me? And they all had something to do. And I think Damola asked like, why couldn't I just go by myself? And I'm like, I can't go there without knowing anybody. I don't really want to do that. And it's like, oh, this is a, someone even said that it was a good avenue to, to make friends. I'm like, why would I want to just walk up to somebody and talk to the person and just be like hey i don't know it's hey can i be your friend like how does how does that work come does... on you're not it's not weird like that you just say hello you will go and say can i be your friend i mean for example when we went to thy kingdom come we we sat next to people it starts with oh hi and then you just start having random conversations. And then you can now decide, oh, do you want to follow someone on Instagram? Because usually that's where you will not get their number. Then from Instagram, that's where it can now progress. But if you are there, as far as you are not like weird, you are smiling to the next person, there's small talk and small conversation. You don't go and ask them, oh, can I be your friend? I mean, I wouldn't do that. And I'm like, I don't think there's any small talk happening after you smile to somebody. They're just going to like, why is this one smiling at me? Yeah. That's because Nigerians are weird people. 
that's just sorry, the bottom Americana. line. I'm sorry. I'm not Americana, but I think that you can always say hello to someone. I don't know. There's always something to talk about, but that's not the point of what you were saying. That's another point. It's just, um, you know, Damala, you just moved to a new place. And, well, I can't ask about this place. Let's just say the former place where you were. Was it easy? Was it, how was it like making friends? So I think generally it was harder. That's the short answer. But I think eventually I was able to make friends. And that was because I was quite intentional about forming those friendships. So what I mean is I would try to go out. I would try to find common interests. A lot of the friends I made were either from church or from work. I didn't really have any other place to really meet people. The fact was that I was really trying. So I would get their number. I would you know, try to call, let's hang out, let's do lunch, let's do coffee. And the more you spend time with people, the the easier it is. But I think that with the kind of friendships I had or I was used to, I didn't really get that, at least to that intensity, like the way I had my other friends, I didn't really get that. But at least I had enough to kind of help me, would I say, survive? Would I, yeah, would I say survive in a new place? The only thing I'll say is, I don't know that I'm really trying to make new friends as such i think yes i'm open to making new friends but i think that my friends are scattered all over the world so what i do is i'm more intentional about trying to connect with connect with them trying to travel trying to go and see them because starting from scratch is a difficult process so i think maybe the lazy side of me is like yeah i'm not about that life I mean, it makes so. What you're just saying is, for you to make friends as an adult, you just have to be intentional about it. Like, don't be like me who goes to church and as soon as benediction is done, like you can't see me again. You can't run away. Mm-mm. I run. You can't cause... run away. You won't meet anyone. Yeah, but then I feel like it's always also so weird. Honestly, Damala, I find it's it really weird mind. walking up to somebody. Damala, I don't believe it's in my yeah, mind. Yeah, I can relate to Diana. It's so weird and awkward, especially because people have... There's, like, just so many different personalities. And the thing, again, is you know how we have pre-assessments, pre-judgments about people, especially in... Well, not just in a Nigerian context, if you deep there. It's just in life in general. Like, you see someone from afar and you already can't... You already come up with their life story without even hearing them speak and it's a thing where lots of people do and they prejudge so you see someone and you already think mm, this person doesn't seem that friendly why you don't actually know them you actually haven't even walked up to yeah. them so it is very difficult when there's already all of that then now add i even think diana would struggle less than i would because i'm like incredibly incredibly introverted i wouldn't even lie in my life i don't think there is <laughs> one friend that i've made that i actually walked up to i actually i kid you not like all my friends somehow have just come to me they've been drawn to me and thank the lord that i've wow i'm serious because shaya walked up to me to be friends with me but continue yes liar who walked up to you tell the story about we met tell the story about we met then maybe it's only diana liar like, I don't even know how Diana and I became friends because it was such a long time ago. But 
I don't think there's one person that I actually walked up to and I was just like, oh, like, you know, that first introduction and then I went on to be friends mm-hmm. with the person. I've always, so it's so much harder for me, especially now that, again, like Damona said, like her friends are scattered over the world and the more we even move on to new places, there's that thing with, okay, so well, I can't even reach my my closest friends that live like hundreds and thousands of miles away. You kind of have to open yourself up to like new groups of people and again you know when I was making the point about people who prejudge I'm also kind of one of those people that prejudge but then I prejudge after you open your mouth you know I was going to ask this that is it because we view like people how we would react to other people that's what I wanted to say like maybe because if they come up to talk to you maybe that's how at first you would perceive them. Maybe that's why we think that if we go up, maybe they might treat you that way too. Like, does it make sense? No. Yeah, not really for me. I mean, I get that, but no, it's not really. I don't, you don't even need to come up to me. So for me to (laughs) kind of, it's one more because I'm, because I'm more introverted. I watch people more. So I Mm -hmm. would need to, before I can even, even approach you or think about oh can I get close to this person because you know like if you get to a public setting or you're forced into a public setting maybe co-workers for example because you know like Damala said it's either church that you make your friend like yeah. in adulthood because that's where you spend a solid 80% wow. of your time mm-hmm. so the people you work with the people you go to church with they kind of become your friends slash second family so even when I go into a new space like I don't get close to anybody I need to watch I need to I think that's probably why is I'm never the one to make the first move because I'm just like, I'm still watching. I'm very cautious with the people that I invite into my space and into my life. So as soon as I just see some small sign of <laughs> some interaction like this, I'm just like, nah, it, it cannot be me. But obviously I know that's not good. So like over time, I've also been, because I'm there's one friend that I have now, like it wasn't even my first impression. It was like more like my second impression of him that was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diana knows who I'm talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about, D? My YC friend. Oh, my friend. (laughs) So it's just like, there's just some people that like, the first impression you have of them, "Mm, cool, I don't really know you, so it's fine. But then there's like two other interactions they're just like, like, is this person? But then if you manage to get past those interactions, then you meet this whole new different person and they're just like, if I actually had thrown you away, we wouldn't even have like a cool, interesting friendship. So... I mean, it's very, very tricky, especially the older that we get. It's so much trickier. <laughs> I'm really scared. Like, will I be making any friends going into my 30s? Like, it's something I'm, mm. I mean, I always say to my sister too that I'm so, so, so blessed. Like, even if it's only, let's say, if Dana is the only friend I have for the rest of my life, I'm actually not joking. High key, I feel content with that because it's such a solid friendship. You know how when somebody is more, almost like an extension of yourself? So every time I'm like, I'm so blessed for that. Like, if that's the one true friend I have until I die, I really won't be mad. I really won't be mad. But then, obviously, because human beings are, you are built for connection. So I'm like, you have to open yourself up to other friendships, just in general life. But then when there's such a high standard, right, it's so difficult. I was listening to, I think someone posted something about friendships on Instagram. I don't know who posted it. It's not that Mula. Somebody shall post something about friendships and just like how solid friendships are and the kind of friendships that you have to be looking forward to. Because again, I think there's another conversation about, okay, because you know, some people find it really, really hard to make friends. And it's almost a thing like, hey, okay, just go out today. Just pick anybody as your friend or settle. Just yeah. like we say, don't settle in 
romantic relationships romantic, yeah. i think you also shouldn't settle in platonic friendships so it's it's very 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 i don't know what you guys think about like settling in platonic friendships too that that's a conversation i feel like that needs to be talked about because some people they're friends oh my god that's not a friend that that might be your enemy but somehow you cleave to the person and you like but yeah that was my point if you guys have anything else saying yeah about settling in i feel you shouldn't even settle for anything so don't you don't even settle because you don't have friends honestly I don't know um, what you are talking about. Sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> what do you mean settle in friendships? It's I, like lowering really your standards. Understand. What standards? Like what? <laughs> I, no, I feel, I feel bad. No, I'm just like, what did I say? <laughs> your standards. No, who are you? Like, okay. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway. No, uh, Damola, it's just like you would not go into a romantic relationship with just anybody you're going to kind of but i say scrutinize their behavior and whatever it is that you think needs to be like you just watch carefully and do i is it the person i would like into my space to get to know the kind of person that i am so i think it's also the thing that you do with friendships you're not just going to allow anyone into your space what if they are not like the right person for you or something of that sort what now happens I mean, I, I get that. I understand that. But I think that in the first instance, we're too guarded. We're too defensive. We're too... I just can't let anyone in. Oh, I have this amazing friend. I think that when we start comparing, we're setting ourselves up for failure. Because I experienced that when I when I moved to the previous city I used to live in, I would do all of these things and I would tell one of my friends in the US and I'll tell her, I'll be like, oh, they're not matching my energy. They're not doing this. I imagine if I do this for you, this is what they will do. And she was like, shut up. You can't compare your friend. These people are just getting to know you. This person you're comparing them with has probably known you for what, 10 years, 12 years. And you expect this brand new person to just match up to that person that has known you for 10 years. I feel like a lot of times, yes, we should be very careful. We should, you know, we should be quite discerning because we just don't want anyone to be in our space. But I think that let's be open in the first instance to, we don't have to be tight with everyone, but we can form a good community of people. That's one thing I found, you know, when I was in Hungary, when I was in Ahaz, I I was not close to everyone, but I found a good community. I was quite friendly i was i you know i spoke to everyone so even though i didn't have the same level of friendship with everyone i knew that for some certain things i could count on people but that was because i opened myself to receiving the love whatever they had to give me and what i had to give them so i think as we grow up things are not going to happen for us the same way they happened when we were younger probably we're not going to go to school in that sense of even if we do school now it's probably like postgraduate and stuff we're not going to have that whole undergraduate thing where you're like, oh we're all going for exams we're all doing this that just yeah. allows you to bond with people naturally mm-hmm. you need to step out of yourself and say how can i actually make friends some people make friends in exercise classes but if you're someone who goes and just like you keep a straight face you're not smart with anyone you're not laugh with anyone that's how you go one year you don't have even one person <laughs> that can even open oh, your and smile me. with you i'm serious and i feel like as we go older if we are so defensive, we'll miss out on amazing people. That's just my point. Yeah, but I also, you know, I also believe that because you don't want to miss out on amazing people, as I said, 
easy standard. You shouldn't also like lower your standard just to be accommodating of anyone. When I and when I mean lower your standard, it's just that there are some things that you will not necessarily like take from someone who was your friend, but because you want to be friends with this person, you're now going to be um accommodating of the person's um let me just say bad behavior. I'll just use bad behavior, but it might not necessarily be like a bad behavior, but something like that. I mean, you have bad behavior as well. And they're accommodating your bad behavior. Yeah, and I think also, like, I completely agree with everything both of you have said. But I think also it's not so much about just, like, being defensive or uptight. So it's kind of following up on what Diana has said. And I think even boils down more to compatibility in terms of compatibility with... It's the same thing as with, like, a romantic partner. It's the same thing as with a friendship. I feel like when it comes to... And I understand your point about missing out but then is i don't want to say is because again it's not so because it's not necessarily if it's a bad person i feel like is so much more glaring to just say i don't want this person in your life but then there might just be little things about a person and but ultimately of course as long as you i think again with partners is like what's what is it that draws you people together? What is it that binds you together? Or maybe just my definition of what friendships are are more tight knit. So I don't. It's not everybody that I call my friends, even though I know a lot of people. So if we're talking in terms of just having good relationships or just having, because you know, like that's not your point. You weren't close to everybody in a house and when you were in Deb, right? But you had good relationships with so many people. Are those people your friends? Not necessarily, or maybe they are, then obviously then there can be some like disparities in how we're defining or describing friendship. Yeah, because if I'm making friends, I want to be able to, let me just say, go for a sleepover. Do you understand? I want to be able to be in your space. I want to be able to come to your house and say, oh, we're cooking this or let's try this. Do you understand? I want to be able to do that. And I think that's what I think about when I think when I when I consider friendships like people things, that things take time. <laughs> it takes time. That was, that was short I, I I I I guess maybe I'm just going to be on the other side today because I feel things take time. There are some people that they are my friends, but I I would not sleep over at their house, not because there's I'm just not going to sleep over at their house. And there are some friends that my mom can stay over at their house. So I think that things take time and maybe at some point I'll get to that level where, okay, you're going to be very chummy with me. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just, yeah, I'm keeping quiet now. Actually, that's fine. That's very, very okay. But it's just interesting how, you know, friendships in adulthood is formed. I think for me, I'm more comfortable with starting off with talking to people online and then they become like, than meeting them than just meeting them because I think also I'm also scared for not like I, I, I wanted to say I'm scared of rejection but it's not necessarily like rejection it's just maybe you would see something in as Stamola said you also have like bad traits or bad characters that people are accommodating of maybe that's like the first thing you see and that makes you like try to distance yourself from me or just cancel me totally so um just having that time to would i say talk to you first before actually like being chummy with you and yeah i think that works for me i don't know 
But on, honestly, just the end of this thing is, the whole of it is, I don't know how to make friends. I really don't know how to make friends that have probably not known before. Or like, just meet people that I, I just, I feel very scared of it. Like, I just feel scared, that's it. I mean, yeah, so, yeah, I get your point, Diana. Not even to, this is, like, I understand the fear, but I wasn't even going to say a follow-up point. It was just something that you were saying earlier in terms of how you feel, um, <clears throat> like, you you prefer to make friends more offline, or, uh, not offline, sorry, on social media, online, whatever, first, and then go out online. It just made me remember something, how, I think, I don't know, I think in America, like, people do these things where, especially more for, like, women, I don't know if men do it to me, because, you know, guys, they just be, you just meet somebody who's your bro, is your homie. Yeah, yeah, for bro, women, like, bro, it, was, <laughs> it was a thing where, like, they host, you know how there's, like, Tinder, there's Bumble, there are yeah. actual, um, I don't know if Damola knows of any of them apps? in the UK. Yeah, they're actually friendship apps where a bunch of people just go on and then go on and they, but it's usually more in a group setting and then you Mm -hmm. plan like meets and greets and then they go out into outdoor spaces. And I think that's actually really a really great idea because there are a lot of people that are like you that are slightly more like uncomfortable or it's not even, it's just guarded in a sense. So that is one of the ways in which like people are like, oh, how can we actually mitigates this feeling because people forget in the world there's a lot of people dealing with loneliness and i feel like with social media that um what is it is it a wall or a barrier it's just only growing thicker because more people just feel more comfortable behind their phones and i'm like sure you can form some decent connections just off texting but like with anything you do have to go outside you do have to go on a date you do have to interact face to face even with your friends just like i miss my dates with diana i'm crying you guys if anybody wants to sponsor a trip let me just drop that (laughs) oh my gosh i love you too you're so amazing okay you need to relax okay so guys um that's we just wanted to I mean, talk about friendship and what's what's up. But majorly, what we wanted to say, we've said it since in the beginning of the episode that we are one year. Oh my god! Oh my, I said one year. Oh my god, we are yes. one year. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's very very exciting. And honestly, honestly, thank you for sticking with us. Because if you're not here, we won't be we won't be dropping episodes, or we won't be doing that. So this we've come to the end of the episode so thanks guys and remember to follow us on all platforms at life uncharted underscore bye and don't forget to participate um in the giveaway once you see the post so go and follow us now and turn on your post notifications so that you can see when our social media class captain diana uploads and then um you get more details all right that it'll be what bye from all of us Yeah, bye Bye. guys. Bye.